welcome. Did I just say welcome? Welcome. Let's say it again. Welcome each and every one to my podcast. Talk of the thing, man. Me, Andre Peart, a.k.a. Speedy. My podcast, I should I say our podcast, is designed for the people who does not have a voice and also the people who need a platform to voice their opinion in all the issues that we face in society today. But together, we as a nation can make change by keep on top of the thing, man. Welcome to Talk Up the Ting one more time again. We here. I'm your host Dre Ski, and we got some we got some guesses in the building today, man. We definitely got some guesses in the building. You know, further ado, I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. Starting from the right. Hello, everyone. I'm Alexis. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is JP in the building, man. How y'all doing? All right, all right, all right. So we're gonna kick it off, man. Today we're gonna focus on our current topic, and the topic is is blood. Thicker than water. Is blood thicker than water? So when you think of that, is, is, that's very important. A lot of us, we go through a lot of things in life. And I'm going to kick off with my first question to my audience and see how they feel about this. Um, <clears throat> what is family? When you think of family, what do you think of family? Um, family, man. That's a, that's a big question, right? Because when you think about family, it's more than just the birth of people that's in that circle. It's an experience. Um, I think family is just a support system. Um, it's understanding that, hey, they're with you along that voyage of life from the beginning all the way to the end. Um, family is just not uh, a mom or a dad or just a title, right? It's just acting those roles. And um, I'm, I understand that people, some people have different um, way they might articulate or might consider their family right uh, but for me family is just understanding that hey you playing a role and, and the role is to be by my side throughout the longevity of my lifetime um, and it's there's so much to it right yeah, but before yeah. we go deeper into it I would like to hear what uh, Alexis have on yeah. that so I feel like a lot of the points that you brought up JP is how I feel that family is like everyone defines their family differently so you have family that you're born into that are there for you from the beginning, not because they need to be, but it's because that's they're your blood. But then you have family that you grow with that that necessarily aren't related to you in any blood type of way, but they are you've built a bond and a relationship with that person to the point where you consider them family no matter what the situation or circumstances may be. So you want someone that's almost like a support system, someone that are people, a group of people that you feel like no matter what 
they're there for you in any circumstance whatsoever. That's what I feel like a definition for a family should be, and a lot of people consider it to be. So, um, so my question for you: So, have you ever like um, have a friend that you've probably known for a while, and you probably look at him or she and be like, you know what? You're not you're not a friend anymore. You're a family. Yeah, definitely. I feel like I'm a personally I'm a very likable person. I build genuine connections with people, so I feel like it's easier for me to grow in a relationship and see past just friendship. Like if you've been there at my lowest of lows and my highest of highs, no matter what the situation is, and you truly care about the person like deeply, that to me makes them your family. Like that makes it beyond a friendship and more of a family tie, even though you guys have no blood relation whatsoever. And I feel like I've had a lot of friends that have grown for me personally into family because of circumstances that we've been through together that builds that bond and that relationship beyond just friendship. Definitely. And I, I definitely can. I definitely can relate. But I think I, I think one of the biggest things that, that, that caused you to start looking and um, when you look at family, you look at friends, we got to go into this. What do you guys think about loyalty and how much loyal, loyalty weighed on you? Um, first and foremost, I think it's all about intentionality um, when it comes to family. Because let's think about this. Let me give you a scenario, right? You have a lot of players in the NBA, right? Because they have the height. Maybe they were six foot five. They were born with that height, but not necessarily mean that they're going to be in the NBA. But they have to be intentional, right? We always hear that, hey, when you're born and where you have a skill, it doesn't mean that you, you have to develop that skill. Right. So I think that's the same thing with family. Right. You're born in someone's family. Right. right. But to become a better individual in that family and be able to be called family. Right. You have to be intentional in regards to what you're doing. And when I mean intentional. Right. It's being there emotionally, being there physically, um, being there in every aspect throughout their lifetime. Just on a basketball court, right? You're six five. We know there's a lot of six five, six six dudes out here, but they ain't basketball players, right? So I think that's what it starts with the intentionality, right. right? In everything that we do, um, not necessarily that person don't have to be there in your specific vicinity at that moment, right. but picking up the phone call, calling them, and uh, being there for them, because this it's a thin line between being a friend and being a family, right? right? For someone to call your family, man, it has to be something substantial that that person has done in your life. So uh, uh, just the more general aspect, uh, if you want me to pinpoint a specific situation, I can, but that's a little bit more general. Yeah. Right, so, so okay, so we all got friends, right? We all have friends, and we, we, we hold some of our friends very dear to our heart. But what's the point, what's the point for friendship? What's the main point for friendship? When you think for friendship, are you trying to evolve that? What's the main point? What do you look at? Well, beyond, like, companionship, like, you want someone that respects you as a person, but also can you have that trust in that person. So they're your companion, they're your friend, they respect you, you guys see each other at that level where you feel like you can rely on that person. And like you were mentioning earlier, you have that loyalty to that person that puts, puts it beyond just being your blood relative because of those circumstances you're able to build off of that. I feel like that kind of, that's like the main point of a friendship is that companionship and that respect. You can't have a friend if you don't respect each other. Because then for me, it's surface level. It's not a true friendship. You just have that person in your life for whatever selfish reasons, but you're not 
building on that relationship. It's almost like having building blocks. You start at a certain phase in your life and you have friends with that person. And sometimes those people phase out of your life for specific reasons. So Definitely. And I'm going to go a little bit more deeper too. I, I think sometimes we as people have to, um, we have to, we have to let it known, you know, like, and the reason why I'm saying we got to let it know, sometimes we have friends and um, for example, like, I went out to a concert concert recently uh, with my boy Hallett, and um, and we was like just enjoying ourselves, you know, just like we always do. And um, and I went. He was going to the bar, and he was like, "About to order a drink," and I said, "No, nah, man, we not. We about to get bottles tonight." Oh, you know, big and baller. <laughs> and, nah, for real though. <laughs> But yeah, I was like, so I, I went over to to with the with, with the bottle section. I was like, yo, let me get a bottle of Hennessy. And I was like, it's just me and him. And I said, what you drinking? And he said, just get two. So I was like, let me get two bottles of Hennessy. And um, at that moment, my mind was already thinking deeper than what he's thinking. And I and I said to him, I was like, yeah, man, the reason why we're celebrating this right here because I want to let you know that you're not my friend anymore. You're my brother. And he was like, man, I thought I was already at that. But sometimes you have to let your friend know that, hey, right. you know, you my brother. You right. know, let yes. them know. It's, like, it's okay to say that, you know, just like how some of us scared to say, I love you. You right, know what right, I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's, it's really deep to, um, to, to, to really let them know. Because a lot of times people wait, to, wait until people pass and be like, oh, my God, I love him right. so much. And you see all those posts on social media. And you be like, oh, I love him. Show, show, show the love when people are around, people are alive. Let me let me take that. Right. I I read this book recently. It's called The Four Agreements. And you're completely right, because if we don't do that, you set up a a arena for assumption. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, we start to assume. And one of the biggest thing that breaks up a lot of relationship is assumptions. Right. You assume that, hey, I should be doing this or, hey, that person loves me or, hey, that person. But for you to actually reiterate that and let him know it makes him more at at peace with himself. Right. Between your relationship. Um, I think sometimes you have to have that, you know, you have to speak life into that person. Let that person know, hey, I'm here for you. You're my brother. I think that is necessary. And that goes back to the intentionality that I was talking about. Exactly. I was going to say that it's what your intentions, what you're showing that your intention is in that relationship. So it can't be questioned. So they can't think, oh, well, do they truly feel this way about me because they've mentioned it? Or is it just truly what they feel? Mm-hmm. It's all about that intentionality. Right. And maybe there's other people here watching, right? Maybe your relationship is not as far along as Dre Ski and Hallett's relationship has been, right? Maybe, you know, Hallett had in his mind, hey, I'm your brother. I've been your brother. I've been played that role. Maybe you're at that role now. You need to let them know because now that you let them know you're a brother, you set them on a different category, a different pedigree, a different way to treat one another, right? Definitely. So right. it's all Definitely. good. So the big question in the room, so is blood always thicker than water? (laughs) (laughs) Me personally, no. I just, in my own personal experience, I have a very unique family, like... I'm blood, right? Yes, Jay, you're blood. (laughs) I have a unique family dynamic, and it just, there's certain people that I feel like, yes, we're blood relatives, but there's been situations where I'm just like, if I were in dire straight, I know I can't call you and rely on you. But if I were to pick up the phone and be like, yo, Dre, I need you ASAP. It's not even a question. Like, he would be there before I even hang up. And we're not technically blood, but we've built that oh relationship. <laughs> we've built that relationship where we can now consider each other like blood relatives. 
And for me personally, it's unfortunate because it takes those lessons in life and those things to happen with your family members to realize like, yo, I can't even call you to check up on me, let alone help me with something. I got to call someone that wasn't there from day dot when I was born to rely on. And it is what it is. Like I say, people are in your life for a reason, a season and a life and a, and a lifetime. And it's just like, it's for specific reasons. Right. Uh, go ahead, my brother. So, um, so JP, I do have a question for you. So what would it takes for you to cut off a friend or a family member? What would it take? Yep. Uh, I think mentally, right? I think ment- mentally wise, cutting off someone, it has to be something really extreme, mm-hmm. you know? And I think one of the biggest things, you could love someone from afar. Mm-hmm. I was right? just about to say right? that. Right? You could love, love people someone, from a distance. Right? And it, it sounds bad. And it's like you don't have no ill intentions. You, you want to make sure they prosper. You want to make sure they go to the next level and be great. But sometimes you're, you got to protect your heart. Right. Yeah. You got to protect your your inner being. You got to protect your vibe or your spirits or, you know, what the young folks call it nowadays. <laughs> um, but you have to protect all of those. And once that comes in and that individual or per, per person or group of people mess with that, you have to cut them off. So when it comes to that aspect, uh, you have to take a step back. Um, it's probably one of the toughest things to do because, quote unquote, you're born and that person becomes your family or, quote unquote, whatever family means and whatever the de- uh, the definition of what family means to you because everyone's different in regards right, to their perspective right. on family. But once you start messing with mental, once your uh, negativity comes in the role, um, um, just different things. Maybe we're not aligning, and every time we come together, uh, there's an argument. Maybe a, a, a big event had occurred that I felt like you double-crossed me. It has to be something extreme, and um, I'm – I'm at the space right now, like, you can heal from it. You never want to leave bad blood or uh, yeah. uh, put road. But, hey, listen. And being able to communicate why you're, why you're kind of cutting this person off. Like, listen, yeah. hey, hey, man, listen, I, I, you know, you're, you're a great person. Maybe not for us right now, but, hey, um, whenever, you know, we're able to link up, we can. But maybe I don't want to link up right now. Sometimes it's the toughest conversation to have, but um, it takes those steps. Instead of kind of what they call it nowadays, the young folks, ghosting. Instead of just ghosting someone and not showing yeah. up, uh, being able to communicate with them. Yes, sir. Um, one of the big, I, I, why do you think people tend to um, create their own family? Why? Because the family that they have are not um, getting up to their standards, right? So once you, if you have a team, if LeBron had a team, I like going to basketball, right? <laughs> LeBron had a team, and it's not fitting up to the standards. He's going to be like, oh, I'm going to go to the Lakers. Right. Right? I'm, I'm going to get some other guys from the Lakers, even though Ohio is where he was born, and that's his his state or his city. He has to make that transition because, hey, he's not elevating. Right. So you get individual, like-minded individual that's going to help you elevate, and that's how you make that transition in, in regards to And family. there's also traumatic experiences that happen within your family that you feel like you need to build your own relationships with people outside of that to help, like almost like a healing sense, you know, people that are like-minded to you. Right, right. right. Yeah, definitely. I, and, and also, man, like, you know, like, you, you get to pick your own friends, you know, like, right. I think we as people, we get to pick our own friends, we get to look at them and be like, you know, what? it's kind of like an interview, like, you interview people and you be like, 
mm, he might be the best fit for this job. You know, when it comes to family, you can't pick your family member. You was born nope. into that. So, like, you, you have to deal with that situation. So, a lot of times people like, mm, you know what? Nah. And come on now. We know these days people are, you know, like, people are not just sitting back. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I, when, when, when I, when I look back at, like, weddings and, we, and I look back at, like, click, you know what I'm saying? Like, you go to a wedding, you're not seeing a whole member, family member as a groomsman and best man and all that stuff like that. Or I go out and I see, um, to, I see a bunch of girls or a bunch of dudes and I start asking, so who's that? Who's this? You know what I'm saying? They're not saying that's my brother or, the, uh, or, or that's my cousin. You barely see that. It's friends. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you, you tend to like build your own friends and then eventually they, they evolve and become family, you know? Right. I think family and what is considered family is like a domestication. When you're born, you're told that this is your family. And if you're willing to kind of stay on that path, you can. But if you're willing to kind of reframe and set your own standard in regards to what you consider family, right? right? Because, yeah, we're born with who is considered our family. And we're born with a lot of things. We're born with, hey, this is the religion you're going to follow. Right. Right. So you're born with this is such and such. So it's up to you to kind of reframe it like, hey, that is someone, be more t- more specific. Hey, birthed in, 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 in that bloodline. However, this is what I call family. Mm-hmm. Right. So. All right, Alexis. Um, so I'm going to drop this on you first. Um, do you believe that if the re- relationship no longer serve you, you should... Um, let it go. Yes. I think that when you have people in your life that are dragging you down and it may not be like something that's uh, ob- like obliviously dragging you down, like you, they're negative towards you in any way. It might not be that it might just be little hints of things that like they're changing the type of people that they're hanging out with or they're changing the way that they speak with you or they're changing the way that they approach you in certain situations or you're trying to better yourself for something and they have negative responses towards it. It perfectly, I'm a type of person I cut people off. Like I don't even blink. Like you cross me. All right, cool. That's it. I don't, if I feel like you're not affecting me positively, I just don't, you don't have the time. Your spirit, my spirit just can't take it, you know? So in a sense, you just have to be able to work through it and be able to do what you have to do to better yourself as a person. And if that person is not in your life for good reasons, what's the point? If you've made multiple attempts to work on that relationship and they're not making the changes, what's the point? Like I said, I've had bad situations where I've cut people off and that's it. Like, I don't even play so you, when it comes to that. You ghosted them. I ghost people <laughs> and I can hold grudges for a really long time. Like, you crossed me once. I'm sorry. Like You see I, the shirt? Yeah. I have very thin patience. So, like, I just can't. I can't. And I've dealt with a lot of things personally where I felt like life is too short. Life mm-hmm. is too short to hold on to certain things or have people in your life that affect you negatively. Like, you could be here one day and then bam, you go, you're gone yeah. and you didn't get to do what you wanted to do. You were feeling some type of way about things like it just doesn't make sense to carry carry that. So if you're not in it for the long haul and you're not in it for a positive outlook on things and to build your friends up, what's the point? Alexis, you try to cut me off. I promise you, I'm coming straight to you. I mean, it happens. <laughs> I've cut you off before. Obviously, you didn't cut me off the right and way. And I'm right here. Right. We and work I'm through family, it. Right? We yeah. work through it. But yeah. oh, I've yeah. been, there's been times where I haven't picked up the phone. So I'm, I remember that time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mr. You, International was You pushed my one. buttons yeah. a lot. 
and I, I've learned to live with I, it. That day, I remember it. I went down on my knees, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, Alexis, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Legit yeah. on his knees. Yeah, Legit. that's true. I thought I was proposing it. You know, <laughs> but let me, let me let me let me add something. Blood is thicker than water is one of those cliche phrases like sticks and stones mm-hmm. will break your bone, but words would never hurt you. We understand that words is powerful, right? Yes. Right. Definitely. So I think that is it's for us to understand that. Hey, and that's domestication, right? When you're growing up, they tell you this in school, so you believe, believe that, it. Mm-hmm. right? So it's it's kind of for us to change that. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, family is people that are present in your life, okay? Right. And if you're able to pass that to the next generation, it will kind of switch everything around. Mm-hmm. Other than facts. thinking that blood is thick in the water, right? That is facts. That is facts. All right. So, so basically, so all right. You having a personal problem. You're going through a personal problem right now. Mm-hmm. Both of you guys are going through a personal problem right now. And this is for my audience who deal with situations like this. All right. You're going through a personal problem right now. Who would you call first? A family member or a friend? And why would you do that? I'm, I'm going to let Alexis take this one first. <laughs> <laughs> so it just depends on the situation. So... I'm I've I lost my father so I'm really really close with my mom like me and my mom are pretty much inseparable like I have to kind of like she likes to say cut the navel string but it's me cutting it not her (laughs) so if I was going through something and I really needed that strong-willed advice from someone that I know will give me the best advice that I need in that situation I'm calling my mom straight up no questions asked you're a mommy girl no you're not because you not a mommy girl, because I, I know you, Alexis. Your dad love you more than anything I else. know, and, but he's not here. So, like, she, I don't want to say she's the alternative, but we. I was always closer to my dad. So, mm-hmm. like, him passing built that relationship closer to me and my mom because we weren't tight like that before. But now it's like we have each other. And we, it unfortunately it took that to, you know, realize that, that we'll always have each other. So... She's always going to be my number one. Like, no matter what, somebody mess with her, that's it. I'm throwing so hands. I'm number two. I'm number two. I, yeah, sure. Well, yeah. That, well that's my number. Dre, anyway. Dre's I'm a number two. I'm a dude, so I'll take that. But if anybody rank over mom uh, more than me, <laughs> I, I'll take the number two. But if you get married tomorrow, he number three. <laughs> what? Hey, okay. My boy put his foot down um, yeah, so, but it just, and it's also situational, too. Like, if I'm dealing with like relationship drama, I'm probably not gonna go to my mom first. I'll probably find a friend to talk to, and ask like a, a close friend that knows me and knows me in those situations, and be like, "Yo, this is what I'm dealing with. Like, what do you think I should do? Am I going off the handle? Am I acting crazy? Or am I? Is my reaction correct? You know? So it. I think it's situational. I sometimes lean more on friends than family. But that's because I'm not close with a lot of my family. So it just, it's if it's not my mom, it's nobody else, really. I mean, me and my sister have a good relationship, but it's a little frayed. So it's like, I'm not calling her about everything nowadays. Like, back when I was younger, oh, yeah, for sure. But sometimes that advice would lead me into situations I didn't want to be in necessarily. So it just, it's all situational, I feel, personally. All right. Yeah, I definitely feel it's situational. But, I mean, if there's something traumatic, definitely my brothers, right? Both my brothers, they'll know uh, about what I'm going through and so forth. I think it starts with there. And I think even though they're my brothers, still being intentional is in friendship, right? Mm-hmm. You can have your brothers, but being friends they're as can well. can be your friends. They're your Better. friends, right? You mm-hmm. have to be able to, you know, devote that time into building that friendship. But, yeah, definitely my brother. But I have people that are close in my life as well. 
um, that I'll speak about and have those conversations with them on what specific topic, like you stated. You know, it depends right. on what we're talking about. Right. So, yeah, for sure. All right. So what is one of the biggest things that call friction in a family? Wow. I think uh, communication is the number one thing, right? I think communication and assumption mm-hmm. ruins okay. a lot of good things, right? So I think it starts with there. Um, and different different agendas. Um, and older generation not understanding that younger generation and trying to kind of instill their beliefs on the younger generation, not giving them the opportunity to grow for themselves, not being a... Uh, uh, s- you know, step back and let them make the decision, right? And if it's not on their way or their path or their um, how they believe it should be, um, it's it's nothing, and that causes a lot of frictions and re- family relationships as well, right? Yeah, that's true. I feel like assumption is a big thing. Like, I feel like your family assumes that you should do certain things, and that's generational wise, like every generation is different Mm -hmm. and you know some people like for me personally i come from a household where my parents were older like my dad was born in the 40s so like his mentality of how things should work was not necessarily how they were working for me and my siblings i'm the youngest and my my sister the closest sister i have to me we're 13 years apart so that was a big like jump and difference in how children should be raised compared to how he raised my other siblings me mm-hmm. so it's just i always say i had an old school upbringing like sleepovers weren't a thing like stuff like that like that was like a no-go so it it could take having that assumption about how you feel you should would be with somebody compared to how you should be so and communication huge i feel like a lot of people don't communicate effectively you just let things just either roll off your back or you pop off at the second something said that you don't like and I feel like a lot of families deal with that where it's like either you feel a certain way and you don't voice it and then it bottles up and then it takes one little thing and you snap and then you're like whoa like what what did I do or it's everything you snap and you pop off and then no one wants to speak to you about things because of that so I think like that communication aspect is huge and I feel like a lot of minority families caribbean families we don't know how to communicate we don't period we don't. And, and period zero think and certain things are never spoken about no. because of that and that's just a cultural thing that really needs to stop but mm-hmm. it's always it's always like that i feel like my family is big on that where we don't can we never used to communicate effectively. We just used to let things go and oh then yeah. it would bottle up and then everybody's bl- throwing blows Oh yeah, at a family event. And we're just like, okay, well, here we go again with this. So it's just, it's a huge thing. All right. So I think that I'm, I'm going to go a little bit step in. I'm going to say jealousy. Like, I mean, when, like I deal with a lot of jealousy. Like I grew up, I grew up with my cousin, my uncle, you know, my brother, my sister, and a lot of people who was around me. And there was a lot of cousins that lived close in the neighborhood with me. And I felt like jealousy played a big role. I, you know, for example, you know, like a lot of us may gain opportunity to do something in our life and we take the opportunity and we take it serious. And once you start making money and you start evolving and people start looking at you different, for example, um, I, like me and my cousin back then, I could look at my cousin and be like, man, man, you, you F you. And they take it just general. But now that I, I become this person now, and um, if I should say that, they say I'm, I'm, I'm hype. 
you know, oh, he's hype. But that's not what it is. I feel like I feel like because I've evolved and I've became someone of myself, and uh, what they're looking at me was like mm, he was just like me. But they didn't take the opportunity to do that. But a lot of times, sometimes family members should look at it more and said, you know what? As motivation, motivation definitely, and they should look at it like you know. A lot of my a lot of my cousins and stuff like that who are, who 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 I was around, you know, I felt like I, I felt like like I would I would reach back and give and give that the opportunity like I would help out, but also you have to take that help and fan it into flame and make something better of yourself. Sometimes they take it and they just waste it and they don't think about next week and then they be like, okay, okay, I'm mad at you again. You know what I'm saying? You got, you got, you got to be, be accountable for, for, for everything that you do. Once you become a man, you know, I learned that, guess what? Um, if you don't work, you should not eat. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times people, people don't work and they feel like they, they want, they want everything from the table, you know, and, um, I get up every day and I work and, and, and that's what they are seeing. They seeing that, that result of me working. So I feel like jealousy play a big role in everything. And once people are jealous, what they do is they, they tend to come at you and they tend to start despise, they start hating you. And then you'd be like, what? Let me, let me jump in here. Uh, uh, what I've known, one of the biggest thing is not necessarily what you're doing, but what they're lacking. Correct. Right. Correct. I think one of the things is people tend to project how they're feeling. Right. So you might be out here doing good and they might be like, damn, you hype. Oh, you all this. But deep down, they're like, damn, I, I wish that I could be that way. I wish it's more about them because we're self-centered in, in the nature, right? We all want to make sure we, you know, we're okay and whatnot. So most of the time it's not necessarily you. And that's what I've noticed, right? It's their, what their shortcomings are, yeah. um, what they need to improve on. Cause if they're in their right, if that person's in a right state, everybody's not like that, right? Sure we understand everybody's not like that. If they're in that right space and they're, they're healed and they're okay with themselves and they understand where they are, they'll be happy for you. So right. when you when you say something like that, they're probably gonna laugh like, "Come on, Dre, let's do some other stuff, right?" So it depends on where that person might be at in that specific, maybe lifetime, maybe they're a lifetime just not getting together. Maybe that's who they are. So it all depends for sure. True, true. All right, so we at the end of this session right now. So from 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 our viewers, from our listeners. Um, I want you guys to give them some type of encouragement, how to deal with French situation, how to deal with family situation, if they ever face any situation and they have to cut someone off or they have to work through something. <laughs> cut somebody off. When I'm That's not a good topic. Nah, nah. I yeah, you quit. Cut it. Cut it. Straight cut it. out. Like yes, bye. you cutting it, bro. She says she ghosting. But I feel like if they mean so much to you, like, you know what I'm saying, like, uh, you 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 can't quit to cut people off if they mean. Yeah, too much if to the you. the relationship is valuable, like I said, I'll work on it. Like I'll try to work, but if I'm putting in all the work and I'm not getting nothing out of it or mm -hmm. getting anything back, it's like a one sided relationship. And I've had situations like that where I've had friends that felt like the relationship was one sided, and maybe in my mind I didn't think that. And then when they voiced it to me and they said, "No, I feel like I'm always the one this or I'm always the one that," and I'm like, "Well, dang." I didn't realize. No. And then I work to make it better. And that's how you fix a relationship. But if it's not being reciprocated. I think you got to treat it as in like a meeting. You have to really sit down and be like, hey, what can I improve on? Right. It takes that effort, right? And, and that's the difference between, you know, crossing that border. But um, it takes that difference between being with someone who is really important. You Sometimes you got to sit down and be like, hey, where do you think I'm lacking? You have to introspective and reflect mm -hmm. but one of my best advice for the people is just it starts it starts with you man yeah. 
Um, you have to love yourself. You have to be, um, you have to be nurturing to yourself. You have to um, be confident. It takes that internal because it starts here. Before you could be a great team member, you have to be a great individual, right? Um, so I think that's what it starts with. And you got to be intentional. I think that's one of the themes of today's podcast episode is being intentional in, in regards to how you're going to go about doing that. And once you're doing that, you've got to understand being a part of a family is you're a part of the team and you have to play the role and you have to be on people. Someone's going to be LeBron. <laughs> right, right. You, you might not be LeBron. Everybody but you, can't be LeBron. Everybody can't be LeBron, but hey, you have to understand that and and be the best in your in your role as a family member. Right, but that's my that's my advice to you guys today. Yeah, so I'm gonna piggyback off that. Definitely, you have to be patient. Definitely, and you have to lead. You have to be a leader. You know, what I'm saying like everyone, everyone is a leader in their own way. So even if you have to sit back and be like, you know what, first evolve, evaluate the situation. If that person means so much to you, you want to evaluate that situation and be like, okay, so what did they do? All right, we all humans. All right, let, let me let me set up a meeting. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it. You know, um, yes, I mean, you should not be going through this every day with that person. If, if you're going through every day with that person, then maybe, as, as, as JP said, you can love someone from a distance. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? If that person is understanding and you should see if that person understands and they should see it also because a relationship is, is a together thing. Two right. you know? yep. Like you, you should see if someone value you as a person and that person should know if you value them as a person. So I think that... And and it should come off naturally, you know. If if someone did something wrong, they should they, they should be open to say, yeah, you know, what I'm saying I was wrong. Right. You know what I'm saying I'm sorry. Right. That's that that's our relationship grow. Mm -hmm. If you can't get past that, then then I'm gonna tell you the truth. Like you're never gonna get nowhere as friendship and relationship. It's gonna stay stagnant. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um. So definitely, man. Um. That's that's what we have for you today, man. I want to thank you guys for joining us today. Again, we got a both both our, our our guests is here today. We have JP and Alexis, and uh, you got me as a host, man. I, I'll be here with you next week. Thank you for talking up the thing. Cheer.